Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. All right. Here I am by myself. By myself. All right. That's okay. I drink for myself all the time. I talk to myself all the time. Whatever. It's fine. Let's just, um, before we get started, what the fuck? What a solid... WTF. I just feel like that should be said right off the bat. Okay. Right off the bat, a solid WTF. Um, I appreciate you guys being patient with me. Obviously this podcast has been gone for a little while, but guys, it was going through a lot. It was going through a lot. Okay. (laughs) A lot was happening. So thank you for being patient with me until I wanted to kind of do this the right way. And obviously I am running the audio. I'm editing. I'm the camera guy whatever, I'm doing it all, but like, you know, a cancer mouse can survive. So we're going to figure it out. It's gonna be fine. But basically just fucking bear with me. All right. Um, obviously this is going to be a life update and (laughs) this episode is going to be a life update and update. Um, my whole life just got magic erasered. Mr. Clean just said, fuck it up, fam. Let's give her the extra strength magic eraser and just anything in her life that she thought was just going great and wonderful. Let's just go ahead, fuck it up, erase it, bleach it, bleach your life. So podcast gone. And then two weeks later, uh, my four-year relationship uh, kaput. So yeah, we're just, we're starting fresh. Okay. We're here. I'm by myself. Well, I have you guys. That's comforting. Honestly, that really is comforting. This podcast, I missed the fuck out of this podcast because I missed you guys so much because it really was like a saving grace for me. Like, I don't know how to say, I don't know why I say, say saving grace. Like my life was in shambles, but it just felt good. It was like therapy for me to talk to you guys too, but I just needed some time to kind of like figure things out. And I feel like I did. I'm back. It's going to be better than ever, guys. We're not going to just fucking do it half-ass. It's going to be great. I'm not going to have another co-host for everyone asking that. I will not, but I will have like my friends on here because I don't want to just sit here and talk to you guys by myself. So I love having someone in the room to bounce off of. I'll have like Taylor, Anna Grace, any of my friends that just like I know can make me the best version of myself and like know my stories, et cetera. Like I'll always have someone sitting here with me most likely. I don't want to overpromise that I'm to deliver. So I'm going to try to get you guys a podcast every two weeks, maybe every week. We'll see. But basically I'm ready to just jump right the fuck back in and kill it. And I'm having this attitude because you got to, you know, you got to have this attitude. Let's fuck it up. Let's drink tequila. Let's just talk and let's do it. It's going to be good. I feel really good about it. And I feel like I needed to be at this point right now to come back and do this podcast because before I was kind of a sad bitch. And right now I feel like a bad bitch. I know that sounded really cliche and kind of rhymed. Don't care. We're going to move right past it. We're going to breeze on through that because that is genuinely how I feel right now. 
and it's gonna be good it's gonna be good shit so let's dive right the fuck in we're we're proud of ourselves we're so proud of ourselves that we're gonna we're gonna take a shot because what is life without celebration celebrate shitty stuff becoming like less shitty stuff you know <laughs> one of those things is lukewarm tequila it is an absolute fucking travesty for tequila not to be chilled okay all right so <clears throat> we're talking about the universe deciding to magic erase for my life cool love that i love that journey for me you know why i love that journey for me because honestly first of all this is interesting so one of my best friends, AG, she's super into like crystals and rocks and stuff. And she was telling me about this ring that she had. It was called Moldavite. It's this gem that like you wear it and it takes everything out of your life and then like fast processes or like fastens the pace to better yourself, whatever. And I, and I say that with a disclaimer to say that like, I feel pretty fucking good about the podcast. I felt pretty fucking good about my relationship. I felt good about these things. And, and I don't say that to discredit any of those things that were in my life before that are not in my life anymore. I just say it because one, I have to fucking hype myself up and be like, I'm back better than ever. Because if I fucking don't, who the fuck will? You know what I'm saying? You guys will hype me up. Please, please hype me up. Honestly, I need it. So I, I, she was on this journey and I was like asking her like, what's going on? Like what's erasing your life? And then next thing you know, I don't know if her and I like fucking I shook her hand or like grabbed something from her and the the stone was like her. We want her. It's her. Because obviously, as you guys know, my podcast ended and then the my four-year relationship ended. So it was just a serious a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot at once, I should say. Like everyone was calling me like, are you good? And I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm so fine. It's not a problem. I'm so fine. So let's dive in. So the podcast the podcast ended. I have, everyone wants to know like, what's the real tea? What really happened? Listen, MC and I, we are the most transparent, genuine, like that is what we live by and that's who we are. And that is the truth. What I said in that one of us is leaving podcast and what she said in the one of us is leaving podcast last episode we did, that's the truth. She said, and I quote, there are people in her life who weren't comfortable with content and she has to respect that and chooses that. Like, that is it. There's no secret. There's no secret. Like, honestly, that sounds honest. That's what, that sounds kind of dramatic anyways. Like, what else could be the tea? Like, that is that is the truth. And it's not my story to tell. It's not my business to tell. It's not anything more than what she said. And I mean that. And I, and I feel like in both instances, in the breakup with John and in the breakup with MC in the podcast, everyone's like, but what's the real story? And we're like, Hey, motherfuckers, why would we start lying now? Like, why now? We're honest with you. Like, it is what it is. And MC is living her best life. She's in she's in Florida. Her and I are still close friends. A lot of questions you guys have, like, are you guys still close? Is your relationship the same? Yes, because guess what? I was faced with an option. Okay, so here are my options. The podcast, no more. That was a definitive, like, not up to me, not a situation. Either one of us could really control just a decision she had to make. And here's my choices for Shannon lose your podcast and keep your best friend, lose your podcast, decide to be crazy, vindictive, evil, blame her for something she can't really control and and lose your best friend. Lose your podcast and your best friend or just lose a podcast that you've had for 12 weeks. The podcast had been going on for 12 weeks. Did we love it? Was it so like fun for us? Did I like love every second of it? Yes. We have been best friends for seven years. 
a seven-year friendship or a 12-week podcast. If I have to lose one of them, I'm not going to lose fucking both of them. And it wasn't hard for me not to lose both of them because, because like, MC and I are actual friends. Like, anyone that was like, are you mad at her? I'm like, mad at her? No. I'm like, I'm bummed that she is, like, not doing the podcast with me anymore. I'm sad. I'm, 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 how could I ever be, you know what would be so easy if we were fucking fake friends and not, like, not real friends? That would have been so easy to be like, fuck you, MC, but we're actually genuinely friends, like, like best friends that wasn't like a ruse for the fucking podcast. So no, I'm not mad at her. I'm not upset with her. I am so happy that in a weird way, the same way for me that I'm like, I had this had to happen and, and we we're both distraught. And, and then all of a sudden you realize like, I, I, I don't know if I've seen the glow I've seen on MC in a long time. She's in a great place with great people, with her family, her friends, her husband, everyone in her life. I adore There's not one person in her life that I have like any hard feelings towards. I'm so happy for her. And that's what you call fucking friendship. Learn about it. Look it up. I'm kidding. I'm sure you guys have it. But I'm just saying like everyone wanted me to be a certain way about it. And I just wasn't. I just wasn't. Like I cried for her. I cried for the situation. I I never, I didn't have time to be selfish. Honestly, I really didn't fucking have time. I wish I had more time to be selfish, but I didn't. I, I was just... I was focused on my friend. And I'm not saying that to sound like a fucking hero. I'm genuinely not. I'm just saying like in life, I hope you guys haven't been faced with a situation like this. But if you are, I would hope that the people that I connect with and you guys, I would hope that you would make the same decision as me where you would choose friendship, loyalty, and your people being happy over success or, you know, whatever. Like her and I had a... Had a <laughs> We had a lot of stuff in the works, to be completely honest with you guys and transparent. Like we had a network deal on the table. Like we had a lot of stuff that timing wise, it was actually a fucking wild. I mean, shit was supposed to be signed the week everything ended. You guys, like we didn't do, like it is so comical. We had a whole photo shoot for season two. Like we we spend so much time, energy, effort, money, like everything on this season. We were like, we're coming in hot motherfuckers. And then like, boom, gone, vanish. But it's okay. It is oh fucking K. And you know, honestly, why it was okay? One, because I love MC and always will. Two, she handled it beautifully. I'm so impressed with her and I love her dearly and I will never, ever, ever not love that bitch. But another thing that really helped me was my support system. So let's talk about that for a second because someone who I literally could not have gotten through and also let's just me drinking. Let's just get this out of the way. I feel like I'm going to cry a good bit in this episode. I can't be too sure. I can't tell if I'm going to like giggle, laugh, cry, giggle, cry, laugh, cry, legal, legal, a legal, a laugh, giggle, cry. I don't know, but I'm just going to let it flow. Why not? Right? Let's just let it go. Okay. So I was about to get emotional because I was going to say like my ex-boyfriend, John, he, I don't know like how I would have gotten through the podcast ending without him in my life. Like he was instrumental in walking me through the emotions, the transition, the what do I do next? How do I do next? Whatever, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, like I really have to credit him and my, obviously my other friends and family and stuff, but like he was someone that I just really, he was someone that I just really, really leaned on. And I'm just so thankful for him. And it's not like he's like probably even going to listen to this, but like, let it be known that I'm not sure what I would have done in that like two week span without him. And then fast forward to, you know, he and I deciding to not be in a relationship anymore. 
And that is another thing that everyone is like, what is the real story? And I do, I do actually get that one because I see how people might think, like I used to be that person. I would look at all these outlets and these news that like whatever things would happen and I'd be like, eh, <laughs> you guys split amicably. Oh, you guys have a new hard feelings. Bitch, let me talk to your cousin. What's the real story? Like I, I've been that girl before. And so now I actually like, I feel bad for people that genuinely mean it when they say like, no, seriously, like we just ended things. And I do feel like it's rare. I feel like a lot of people bullshit about that. I feel like a lot of people have some bad shit happen and they just say things ended amicably. So I do see how that's a, a blurry field to go in, right? A blurry direction to go in. But John and I truly like put it all on the table. If you guys want like the nitty gritty, like that's fine. I brought up how I wasn't sure like we were each other's forever. He agreed. He, there was, it was a decision that was not one-sided. Did I bring it up? Yes. Did he agree? Yes. Has he since disagreed or come back? Have I gone back? No. That's another question we get all the time. Do you guys think we'll get back together? Do you guys still talk? Do you, whatever. I, I like, I don't, I'm not a fortune teller, but all I'm saying is we made this decision as two grown ass adults. And the, the one comment that I keep going back to during our breakup was there was one point where, you know, obviously both of us were very emotional and crying and upset at the idea and the thought of like are we really doing this he said do you want to fight for this and he wasn't like do you want to fight for this it was like he just looked at me and was like do you want to fight for this like I think he was just asking like should we fight for this and I looked at him immediately I didn't even hesitate I was like do you want to fight for this and he didn't say anything and I looked at him after probably like five seconds and I was like do you think two people hesitating to answer that question should be like together forever because at this point guys like we're living together we're together for three and a half year almost four years like there there's things in motion like you know things are things are moving in motion it's like these are the questions we need to ask each other and i said do you think two people that are hesitating to answer that question should be together and he said no and i and i agreed like it was so devastating and hard but in a way it was so mutual and so respectful that I don't know how to explain it. Like there was no, and everyone's like, when did you know? I don't know. I don't know. And, and that was the question we got a lot because, you know, we started as best friends before we dated. We were best friends for like two years, like platonic, not like, oh, we're all best friends. Like, no, seriously, we were actually best friends. For those listening and not watching, I just did the blowjob, like hand motion. We were actually best friends. So I, everyone would ask us, how did you know when you were best friends that you liked each other? And both he and I, actually on Very Cavalry, we were on the show whenever we first started dating. Everyone would ask, like, what was the, the producers in our interviews would be like, what was the moment? What was the firework moment? Both of us were like, we could tell that we both felt shitty not having an answer or like, uh, I don't know. So I don't know how to explain that in the breakup. Like I didn't have a definitive moment. I think one day I just like brought it up and, and he said like, I, I genuinely like, i was not shocked that you said this. And I was like, okay. So the tea on the breakup is that we both decided that we were not each other's end game. We were like, Hey, I love you. You love me. We are nothing is wrong, like seriously wrong with this relationship, but I'm not sure you're my end game. And he's not sure I'm his end game, like end game. Like, hey, hey, <laughs> we're not age shaming here, but I'm 27. I'm thinking end game. I'm thinking like marriage and babies and life. And, and you got to think end game. 
And respectfully, lovingly, and wholeheartedly, we just decided mutually that we're not each other's end game. And there's nothing fucking wrong with that. So you guys fuck off with any of your conspiracy theories because I'm not having it. And he and I decided a long time ago, um, like when we were breaking up, it was almost so, not, I don't, I don't want to say the word easy, but it was just going, it was going so seamlessly. Like even everyone around us was like, whoa, I've never seen a breakup so seamless like this. And it was because we sat there, both of us, bawling our eyes out we sat there like this is a dramatic movie scene we're like sitting there holding each other's hands and we decided in that moment we do not let any outside noise get in okay you got me I got you you see me I see you if we can fucking maintain that you know me and I know you and whatever anyone else fucking says we don't listen to it like that if I could give any advice on a breakup you have got to cut the fucking outside noise because from this point, like from that point forward, he and I have been so, you guys, he was here yesterday. He set up all this audio. Like he really did. Like I was like, hey, is there any way you could come over, teach me really quick? Like I don't need you to come over every time I record, but could you teach me really quick? Guess what he said? Not a problem. Like <laughs> the man is wonderful. Like he, he and I are still so respectful and so, so in each other's corner forever. Like I am like his number one fan, like want him to succeed and be happy. And I just know in my heart of hearts that he does too. So fuck the outside noise. Fuck anyone saying anything about us because we broke up amicably and we're respectful of each other and love each other and adore each other. And that's that. So I just feel like also it was just an easier transition because we started as best friends. So it wasn't like, uh, I know when a lot of people break up, they're like, how could we ever be friends after this? And now do John and I like text each other every day and chit chat? No. Like if I see him out, do I like go over and be like, what's up, buddy? Let's take a shot together. No, like you got to have boundaries. Like when we broke up, we didn't do anything unhealthy. And that was another thing that was really, really smart on our part. Me bragging about my breakup. Great breakup. Honestly, a breakup queen because we didn't do anything unhealthy. And I've had exes before. My ex before John, we kept hooking up after we broke up and it was the most toxic, volatile, like, I don't know about for him, but for me, because I still like, he broke up with me. So I like wanted to be with him so bad. Like that was so toxic, right? John and I didn't do anything unhealthy. We have not had sex since we broke up. We're not going to have sex. Like all of these things, people were like, do you also talk? Do you also do this? Yeah, like we'll we'll talk every once in a while when it matters. If it's like I got a piece of his mail or if it's something pertinent, right? I, I don't think it's healthy. I think there has to be a, a cutoff. There has to be a level of respect and there has to be a boundary that you abide by. And I don't even think you should call them rules. I just think that there has to be a level of, like there has to be a cutoff. That, that's what it has to be like. There has to be a level of cutoff. And he and I made that very clear with each other. It wasn't much of a really discussion because I think both of us knew like we wanted to take the healthy route. So like that was that. But it was easier to transition into being friends because we were already friends before. So we were friends before we started dating. We had a healthy breakup, didn't cross any, you know, like lines as far as that. And then it was easier to transition back into friends. So I know that that's not the case for everyone. A lot of people are like, how could I ever be friends with my like ex-lover and boyfriend that I lived with? It's like, no, I get that this isn't the like route for everyone. And it sounds like I'm sugarcoating it. I'm going to have hard moments. A lot of my friends, honestly, after the breakup were like, I think I was numb for a while for sure. And like people were like, are you good? Because I was almost just like so numb to it. I was like, I'm fine. 
And then the podcast thing happened and then the breakup thing happened two weeks, two weeks later. I think I was just like, if I don't cut myself off from crying and being distraught, if I don't focus on the good and the happy in the future, then I'm not going to motherfucking survive. And it's not like I was bottling up the emotions to explode later on. I think I just was like, I have to know that this was the right decision. This is what was meant to be. I like sat down. I made a list of things I wanted to do. A list of like future podcasts, future husband, like everything in my life that I want to see in the future, I made a list for it. And that was helpful to manifest that. And the people in my life were helpful. And you know what I did? I'll tell you what I fucking did. I went out and I partied and I drank and I'm still doing that. I partied. I had fun with my friends. I let loose and I and I be letting loose and I know y'all know that about me but like I really let loose and not in a rebellious post breakup way but just in a like hey find yourself find your sexy find everything that I did have before John never took any of that away from me at all but I was like be young and hot and single and live it the fuck up and I feel like a lot of people ask me that too they're like how did you like you just look like you're doing so well I was doing well I am doing well I I made a choice you can make a choice you can wake up every day and make a choice and sometimes I wake up literally yesterday I was supposed to record this podcast yesterday and I woke up and I was angry I was angry at the world I was angry at people I was angry in general I was just fucking angry and I said fuck that I'm not gonna be angry and I still wasn't in a good enough place mentally to like record the podcast but I think in general the reason I waited so long to record this podcast like I waited three months since the podcast is in it almost I wanted to be me I wanted to be healthy happy Shannon I didn't want to be Shannon repositioning herself I didn't want to be like hey guys what's up I'm sad but I'm working through it I wanted to be like hey motherfuckers it's me I'm back let's fucking go and that's where I feel like I am right now I want this to be bigger and better than ever and that's how I feel. I could listen to this right now, like tomorrow when I edit this and be like, oh my God, I have to re-record this. That was so bad. But what I feel like is that I needed that time. So I appreciate you guys being patient with me to be back to Shannon, to be the Shannon that you guys like love and want to listen to and are not like, that's fucking sad. I'm such an open book. I'll tell you guys everything. And I feel like I kind of did that on my Instagram during the podcast and the breakup and everything, but actually sitting here and putting episodes out, I wanted to be me when I did that. Okay, so let's also talk about a lot of questions, a lot of questions about about living with John. So living together, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. I can't tell because I'd be saying shit and then I'd be like going back on it. But I'm going to say right now, I truly don't think, I actually really don't think that I will live with another man because John and I lived together for two years. I'm not sure I'll ever live with another man until I'm like, pause like positive like maybe like I have a ring on my finger or I know we're gonna be married like John and I actually never really talked about marriage like that so I mean it was never like it was never confirmed I don't think I'll live with someone until I know he's my husband because John moving out was harder was harder than the breakup I don't know I don't know how to explain I don't know if it was like the tangible items if it was like if it was just I could have lived with that man for the next 50 years of my life. We coexisted so well together. He could have been, he could have just moved the fuck upstairs. And honestly, when we broke up, we lived together for probably two and a half weeks after. And we both knew like one of us has to move out. Like this isn't healthy. So I'm still in the house and he's living elsewhere. But like he immediately, we never slept in the same bed again. Like we were like, that's not healthy. Again, like set healthy boundaries that you know are healthy breakup boundaries. That's a tidbit of advice I feel like I could give. But him moving out, everything 
everything he did, you guys, it'd be like, he'd be taking a spoon that was 100% his spoon that had to go. And I'd be like, no, oh, the spoon. Like, I was so sad. Like, every time a box left, every time something else left the wall, nothing I gave a fuck about losing. I was like, you can take whatever, take it all. Like, anything that's yours, take it. Anything that you need, take it. But like, I don't know how to explain it. It was so hard. He even had a good bit of stuff here still because just because like, why I'm not going to make this motherfucker get a storage unit. He had a good bit of stuff here that he recently just got. And the day that he officially got everything out, both of us even said like, man, this is weird. Like it, it's, it's weird. It's fucking weird. It's hard and it sucks. And I don't ever, I can truly say like, I don't ever want to want to fucking do that again because man that was that was fucking hard and I'm gonna get emotional for one more second because you live with someone for two years that's like your person and that is just that was super fucking tough for me so I've made a personal hell let me get a fucking control of myself I've made a personal decision that I'm not I just like I can't do that to myself again like I can't live with someone again and go through that like heartbreak of of moving out. Like I can't, I can't do that. That was just really, really, really tough, really tough. So, uh, living, living with your significant other, do it. Fuck it up, sis, but not for me again. Not again. I'm not going to do that again. Um, so living alone, I'm like, excuse me, let me, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to wipe my tears. I'm going to fix another drink and we're going to continue this because in life, that's what you should do. All right, she's back. She's back and she's she's good. She's we're going to self-medicate. <laughs> okay, we're going to strongly self-medicate. All right. So now I live alone. And you guys, I'm literally always fucking scared. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. It's this weird mix. Okay, so I'm so scared. I'm like setting booby traps. I'm like going on Amazon, finding all these like home booby traps to set and I have a really good security system and I stay fucking strapped at my house. Like I have like multiple guns and I know how to fucking use them. I'm not just like, no, they have a gun. Maybe I'll shoot it one day. No, like if you come in my house and you're like, and I take two seconds to realize that you mean me harm, you're getting shot in the fucking dome. I don't, if you, if you decide to not listen to this podcast anymore, uh, that's fine. But I'm telling you, if you come into my house and I, you're not supposed to be there and you mean me harm, you're going to get fucking shot. So I feel good about that. But then I don't feel good about that. And I'm still so fucking scared. I'm so scared. And I know I do it to myself because all I listen to is fucking murder mysteries nonstop, round the clock. I read it. I listen to it. I audiobook it. I watch it. Everything I listen to is murder, murder, murder. And then I'm like, I just can't figure out why I think I'm going to get murdered all the time. Bitch, you write your own murder mystery every fucking day. It's wild. It's really just wild. But outside of my paranoid state, I don't know how to really explain in a weird way because first of all, I have no other option, right? For a little while there, for probably the first week and a half, I dead ass, like I was staying the, the night at uh, Taylor's house, Anna Grace's house, like anyone's house that I could stay at to not stay by myself or to have a friend stay with me, I was doing it, but it got to be really dependent. And I was like, you don't have a choice other than to stay by yourself. Like you don't, like you physically don't. So learn, like figure out how to do it learn how to do it and do it. So, so I have been doing it. I would say for the past month, I've done a really okay. <laughs> I was going to say good. And then I'm like, no girl, nah, bitch. You ain't been good. I've done a really okay job at 
falling asleep and staying asleep for most of the night by myself. And then in another way, so I know like one day I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to like, I'm going to have a husband one day and children one day. What am I going to do when my husband goes out of town and I have two kids and I'm like, can I come stay at your house? One of my friends are going to be like, no bitch, the fuck you can't. So I, I have to learn how to do this. I have to, I have no other option. Okay. So that was in my brain. And then now let's talk about another thing I don't want to do. Boy jobs, whatever. Do I sound sexist? Yeah. I love, dude, I love being female. Like, I love female empowerment, right? But I don't know why, like, whenever I dated John, I'd be like, well, that's a boy job, sorry. Like, it was just my, like, out for being like, I don't want to fucking do it, so, like, guys have to do that shit. Sorry, bitch, you take the trash out, you do this. And I'm doing all these things for myself, and I don't know how to explain it. I thought they would bother me more, but in this weird way, I feel, like, sexy. I'm like, oh, I took the trash out, I'll break the boxes down, bitch. Like, I live in this four-bedroom house by myself, like, we can do it, girls. Like, I don't know. Like, it's this it's this double-edged sword where I'm scared out of my mind and want to cry and, like, want to hold a stuffed animal. And then I also just feel so independent, so sexy, so great. I'm at this point in my life right now where I'm, like, stable, happy, independent, and I live in this house by myself and I'm doing everything by myself. Me, I'm just, like, writing the fucking ad for a murderer to come in. I'm, like, I'm by myself. Um, but, no, there's this other part of me that just feels so badass like I also meet a recent boat owner when I bought the boat I had a I had a man I had a man with me now bitch use the man use the man use the captain you're all these things and a lot of my friends aren't boat going people so like I've got to do a lot of it and there's people in my life that have helped me a lot and like like honestly like guy friends have have come into the picture way more than they were and that's another thing I'll talk about friend groups a lot of questions are like so do you still have the same friend group we're noticing certain friends in and out like what's the deal here? That's obviously like, that's just natural. Like I have not lost a single friend, not a single person who's like, we're team John, we're team Shannon, which we're both very lucky to have like just good, rational, level-headed people in our lives. But there are of course, like a few, like there will, there will be new instances. There's a new normal to get used to. There, there will be intimate settings where someone will have to decide, do I invite John to this intimate setting or do I invite Shannon? And I get that. I'm not ignorant. He's not ignorant. We're not like, we're not upset about any of that. We're not like, what the fuck? Why didn't I get invited? It's like, well, this is the new normal. We have to get used to the new normal. So I feel lucky that I have my friends who are wonderful and rational. And there are some friends who I've taken like a back seat to. And, and it's not anyone's fault. It's just like, that's just, that's just how the cookie crumbles in life. It just is. But I feel super lucky that everyone in our life has been so kind and respectful and like, understanding and they've also been really complimentary they're like you guys are handling this super well your breakup's going awesome and like we're just really impressed by you and I'm like by you guys by both of you guys and so anyways that's that's that on the friend groups I mean naturally certain friends that you were friends with as couples before are just gonna you're just not gonna be as close of friends with them or they're gonna you know gravitate towards the other person and that's not that's not cruel it's just it's life and I think he and I are both rational enough to understand that. We're not like, what the fuck? We're like, yeah, we get that. But yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm getting guy friends in my life. And it's dicey because every time I get a guy friend now, like God knows, like it's like people are like, are you guys fucking? Are you guys dating? And I'm like, no, I literally have always had guy friends. But you have a guy, you have guy friends when you have a boyfriend and everyone's cool with it. You have guy friends when you don't have a boyfriend. And everyone's like, so you guys are in love. And we're like, no, we're just friends. And at this point in my life right now, I fucking need guy friends. I need male energy around me. I'm me. I'm like, I'm spiraling. I need male like people around me. I can't FaceTime my dad 85 times a day. So 
I feel like lucky and fortunate that a lot of people are helping me with that. But like I said, I feel this sense of if I have any advice for like going through a breakup, if you can just picture every fucking room you walk in, every street you walk down, there's a fucking fan blowing your hair. You're a bad bitch. You're walking through Home Depot. You're a badass bitch who's got her head on her shoulders, who definitely doesn't know what the fuck she's looking for in that store, but you're going to figure it out because guess what? We have the internet. We have the fucking internet. You don't have to ask a man for help. Ask fucking internet. Man probably wrote the article. That's all right. Not a problem. Fucking pretend like you didn't. Let's pretend a girl wrote it. Let's act like we knew it. I'll be walking up to people all the time like, I need fucking bolt size 46. They're like, wow, that's crazy you knew that. And I'm like, well, I'm a fucking badass bitch. So <laughs> you don't know I'm lying to you right now. You have no idea. I'm a badass. So just hone in on that. I feel, feel like I'm learning more. I feel like I will be a better like girlfriend or wife or mother now because I'm having this like fight or flight mentality where I'm like, you better fucking figure it out. Like you don't have anyone else to figure it out for. And do I have friends I can call on like to ask questions for like me? I'm like trailering my boat and lucky that I have guy friends in my life who are like, look, I'll help you. I'll teach you whatever. But at the end of the day, like you having no other option, but to figure it out on your own, there's a really, there's a sexy power in that, that I feel like I'm really trying to like hold on to. And I feel good about it. And also my mom is a badass. Like my mom's got toolkits. My mom does shit. Like my mom built like our porch with my dad. Like she's just, she's a badass. And I really just like, I want to hone in on all of like her energy as well. Cause she's like, you don't need a man to do shit except for love your dad. And I need him for a lot of things, but like technically lemonade album by Beyonce. I don't need no man. And I'm like, yeah, mom, fuck yeah. So do that. Just do that. I'm like still trying to, okay. So like, how do you move on? How do you move on? Okay, here's my advice for moving on because a lot of questions are like, how are you doing this? How are you moving on? I say a couple things. One, you protect your mental health at all like costs necessary. So like social media is tough, right? The second social media starts like upsetting you, I do it the same with trolls on the internet, right? Like I am so, <laughs> I'm so easy to block someone. Someone could be, <laughs> me and Anna Grace were laughing about this the other day and, and Taylor too, because someone told Anna Grace one time, ew, your fucking roots are showing. She's like, block. She's like, a bitch just told me my roots were showing. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. You, you interrupted my good flow energy of the day. You're blocked. It don't take nothing to cut that bitch off. So for me, social media is obviously my life. It's my, it's my career. It's what I, I literally is, I don't care how pathetic it sounds like social media is, is who I am right now. Right. And I do not care to cut it the fuck off when I need to. That is the beauty of social media. Cut it the fuck off when you want to. So, I mean, I've muted, unmuted, muted, unmuted people, places, th like whatever, like, like you do, you do that the second, don't try to be a hero. Don't be like, I can follow him. I can like his photos. I can comment on him. The second things start to bother you or just like, make you sad or like jealous or anything like because those moments are going to happen right mute them you don't have to unfollow them also like instagram makes it easy to not like be so harsh like you can just mute someone they'll never know they're muted just mute them and you won't see it and for me out of sight out of mind is really helpful um i i'm very aware of my mental capacity my mental strength and things that i can and can't do and for me i don't want to know anything about my ex, right? I don't want to know who he's fucking. I don't want to know. He has the right to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. And I don't want to know not fucking shit of it. I don't want to know jack shit about it. So that is something that I've told all my friends, like even like friends that aren't even that close to me. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to know anything because a lot of people do want to know. A lot of people are like, 
they want that phone call that's like, oh, okay, so just so you know, so-and-so went home with so-and-so. I'm like, no, 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 bitch. Don't fucking tell me. Don't want to know. That's not my business. And that's not good for my mental health. Don't fucking tell me. Don't want to know. Don't tell me. So I don't know if you find yourself getting really upset and sad and jealous and triggered. Triggered's a good word. I refuse. I, I want to protect my energy and protect my like mental health. And for me, not being triggered is not knowing. I don't want to know. And also, to be completely honest, it's not any of my business. It's not my business. Once John and I decided to not be in a relationship anymore, who he decides to be with, who he decides to party with, do whatever, whatever he decides to do in this life, it is no longer my business. And we respect each other on that front. And I'm like, sir, he doesn't want to fucking know either. So I just just respect like I'm like it sounds so cliche but just fucking respect each other respect each other respect each other's privacy and things will get better and then they're gonna get really bad because I'm telling you I was like I'm fine I'm really handling this breakup well and then I'll like we'll have a breakdown and then I'll be like I am living my best life single ladies Beyonce style and then I'll have a breakdown highs and lows like highs and lows of life in general that's life and that's how the podcast was too I mean like I I am sitting here like so unsure if I edit this and I'm like what a rambling fucking dumb bitch or if I'm gonna be like here it goes like I'm gonna start it I'm gonna get better each one like I'm gonna have first of all I'm gonna have guests so you guys have to help me with guests because I'm really gonna have guests like sitting here talking to myself is honestly feels so fucking awkward okay I think that's all I have right now we're gonna fuck shit up we're coming back maybe we're gonna be better than ever we're gonna talk about everything nothing's off limits I hope you know the content's not changing nothing about me is changing except for everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I'm like, everything's going to be the same except for fucking none of it. Absolutely fucking none of it. Holy hell. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm going to let you guys in on every fucking thing. Ask me the nitty gritty. We're going to start talking about my dating life. Like, let's like, like, here's a, here's a fucking thing. I'm going on dates. Holy fuck. I actually am not going on dates. I'm not going to, I meant like in the future, I'll be going on dates. But right now, currently I haven't been asked on one date, which is fine. There's not an issue with that. I don't think it's weird that I haven't been on a date yet. But when I tell you guys, I went to a lot of you guys are like, talk about New York, your trip to New York. I'm like, fun, fabulous, sex in the city. It wasn't sex in the city. I thought I was going to be like walking on the street and every man in the world was going to be like, oh my God, like, let me fly you to my Hamptons house and like, let's have the time of our lives, baby. And I was going to be like, what a fucking crazy idea. Let's go. I already packed a bag. No, bitch, not a single man in that city talked to me other than like my waiters who had to talk to me to be like, do, do you want more water? Like, I was not sex in the city. I was fucking desperado in the city. I was like, anyone, any man, does any man want to talk to me? It was fun. I had a fun time. It was really in a weird way. I know this feels weird to say about New York City, but like it was oddly relaxing because I didn't have a plan. I just hung out with my friends that were there. Like I know so many great people that live in New York and I just like enjoyed my time there. But I'm, I'm excited to like go on a trip and have something super crazy and spontaneous happen to me. So like, I'm going to put myself out there to just be on these solo trips, but maybe people think I'm a fucking weirdo if I'm a solo trip. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't figure it out yet, but when I tell you, you guys are going to be this, this podcast, us, me, and you guys, literally fucking nothing is off limits. I'm going to bring you in on all of it. We're going to talk about the dating. We're going to talk about the sex. We're going to talk about the, the, heartaches we're gonna talk about the ghosting i can't dude i can't fucking wait till i get ghosted again can't fucking wait gonna i'm sure it's gonna happen i hate people god i hate men um we're gonna do it we're gonna do it with tequila in our hands and love in our heart and bad bitch in our brains
And that's that on that. And I'm not sure. <laughs> as far as the podcast front, I... I wanted to come back. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I was like, when I come back, it's going to be better than ever. And that might have been a little bit. A part of the delay was me wanting to be myself again. But then also, I was like, I have to have all the photo shoots, all the production, all the videos, all the social media, all the graphics. And like, eh, I'm going to come back and people are going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. She blew this out of the fucking water. It's completely different. And then I was just like, God, dang. I, you know, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know who to hire. I don't know. I have a lot of people asking if they can work. And I just... I kind of just want to do it by myself until I don't need to do it by myself. Right now, I can do it by myself. Fuck it up. I'll just do it all by myself until I don't have to. Until until I figure out what makes sense for me. So here I am, by myself on a podcast, by myself in my relationship, by myself in my fucking house, and by myself drinking a fat ass sip of this tequila. And I really hope that you guys are, wherever you're listening to this, you are just thinking to yourself, she's she's gonna figure it out she's gonna figure it out because I don't give a fuck if I don't have it figured out yet I would just hope that everyone in my life is like you got this you're gonna figure it out so I love you guys and here's us figuring it the fuck out cheers